counterfeit illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? is going on everybody i am that fat guy jared fatty bates and i am here with a very special episode of legal ham to the face i'm gonna bring in my cohorts real quick with us and then we'll bring in our special guest always have with me big bry get big brian here what's going on fella hey man how's it going i was gonna oh, say no. if he's frozen again oh, no. this is the way to start the nope. show right here. just yeah. frozen bry right right out of the gate always got to have my cousin Vinny here what's hey, going on good my morning, cousin Vinny? everybody and special guest joining us from Channel 19 Action News, meteorologist Samantha Roberts is joining us. Hello, Sam. Thank you for taking time out and joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me. It is. Uh, see this crew? It is a crazy crew here. We're about to have some fun today. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the way we start our show out is we always give shout outs at the beginning of our show. So like for okay. me today, one of my best friend's birthday is today. Uh, my best friend, Junior. I was he 34 now, I think 34 or something like that. So one of my best friends, I haven't seen him in a while because he lives in North Carolina, but I want to wish him a happy birthday today. Uh, Vinny, do you have any shout outs today? Uh, Coming up here pretty soon. uh, It's going to be my brother's birthday. So we'll do an early little shout out to him. Uh, Happy birthday, bro. All right, Bri. Yeah, I don't have uh, too many shout outs, but let me just wedge one in there, I guess. Um, (laughs) Wife and I went to, Dinner this past weekend, and I had probably some of the best ribs I've had in a long, long time. And believe it or not, it was from uh, Texas Roadhouse. So I know we have a lot of great places, barbecue places in the Cleveland area, but I was surprised. I mean, if you're there, usually get steak, but uh, but if you're in the mood for some barbecue, try the ribs out. All right, so what Sam doesn't know right now, for this show, it's us two up top that will go there to get steak. Uh-huh. You will get something <laughs> other than steak. Okay, we gotta let her know this stuff. Don't get a really good roll. Oh, yeah. I pick I pick barbecue over steak any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, Brian is not a steak fan. He is a more of a burger or rib fan. Okay, okay. So I mean, so Samantha, do you have any shout outs for today? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Um, throwing me a curveball here. I guess I'll, <laughs> since I'm in the break room with the uh, Channel 19 fig tree, I'll give a shout out to Channel 19 and everybody here on staff today. Now, I do have to thank you. It did not snow today. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I had a little grief this weekend when I woke up and I looked out and I saw my yard covered in snow. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Is this done yet? I think a lot of people reacted that way. I, I had some on the ground. I'm on the west side. It would have been Sunday morning. And I was like, oh, it did stick. <laughs> so apologies to anybody who had snow this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we, we know you can pull all that. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. How much? Yeah, more you than that, yeah. please. <laughs> How I much mean, hate mail do I get? I mean, what do you think? You're like, uh, you're the uh, mother goddess of all weather that you control everything? I don't ever, I mean, it's super rare that I would ever get hate mail about anything related to the forecast. It's always, you know, maybe more superficial things that people comment on. Which the weather is, you would think would be the most infuriating thing about my whole presentation, especially this time of the year. But uh, yeah, it's mostly like, I don't like your aesthetic today, Sam. <laughs> Do you ever okay. wear that closely matches like the, the background screen so that you, like, you would have, they would have to change the background screen or you'd have to like change your clothes or something? We used to run into that problem a lot if you wore green or sometimes if you had on yellow. Um, now we've totally ditched the green screen. Oh, so wow. you can really wear whatever you want. I mean, within reason, <laughs> you know, um, and, and it doesn't affect the presentation at all, which is like life changing. Nice. Okay. Now we're good. I told you we get some behind the scenes stuff, right? Because now I'm excited about it. <laughs> Because I'm yeah. sitting there, like, I watch you guys, you know, we, I work at a golf course, Brian used to work, we watch you guys all the time because we actually have to know the weather to work outside because sure. it's rain on us or it's going to be nice out. Most of the time it's rain. But like, we watch you guys, as soon as we come in first thing in the morning, it's either Jeff or, you know, one of the other one right out of the gate. And it's like, come on, no rain. Or I know. Come on, rain so hard <laughs> to go home. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I no matter what the weather is, whether we have snow or heavy rain, I can't. I have to be here. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> now, have you been in the uh, storm chaser? Have you actually been out on the roads during some of the snowstorms? Only one time. We had this big weekend snow. I want to say it was maybe 2018 or 2019. We got like 20 inches of snow. It was crazy. It was in. It was the weekend of January 21st. I just can't remember what year. And they actually did put me out. It was horrible. I, I mean, some of the worst snow on the roads I've ever seen. But we were out there. Oh, I, I don't know how you guys do it. I got <laughs> I sit there and look yeah. at that, and I go, man, I got to drive in this commute this morning. Ugh. I know, I know. But we're almost done. We're almost through that. It's not, you know, we're kind of starting to turn that post-St. Um, Patrick's Day corner where it, the weather's not great, but it's not the worst either. Okay. So we have a little segment that we like to do called Fat Boy Tuesday. Okay. okay. Now, normally we have a food topic that we get into. Like last week was Girl Scout cookies. Uh, I was angry with them because they only have 15 cookies in a package and they need more than 15. <laughs> uh, but we do stuff like that. So, Vinny, can you click the sounder for Fanboy Tuesday? Yeah, let's do that. 
Yeah, you caught me sleeping. I know. And now <laughs> it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. <clears throat> so today for Fat Boy Tuesday, when we have guests on, we want to know what kind of food you like here in Cleveland. Like, what are the places you like to go to to eat? Where do you like to go have fun at? Even like cocktails, if you go out for cocktails. Because we kind of pick, we go out live probably once a month to a dive bar, is what we like to call a dive bar, to show off some of the great food that Cleveland has that most people just kind of drive by and go, I don't know about that place. And uh, We've had had many places. Uh, We went to the office and had some pizza there. We went to Mr. B's and had some corned beef. So a lot of places got some great food. Where are some of your bar? go-to? Yeah, yeah, my corner bar had some really great food. Yeah, Gosh, that's a great question. Uh, I am the world's least picky eater. I will eat anything. Um, and I've been lucky enough to live on the east side and the west side. So I've kind of eaten my way around <laughs> the lakeshore, basically. I would say uh, I love Dina's. Yes. Um, love 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 that place they have this i don't know if they have it right now but they have a pierogi pizza that will absolutely change your life wow you know where dina's is at oh just i mean it is we still talk about it and it's been like two years since we ate it it's the gas station that they transferred a gas station into a pizza place right Oh, gosh, I don't know. It's over by, I think it's off Memphis, maybe. I'm not yeah. sure if it used to be. Right down from Monkey Bar. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. that is. The wings, the pizza, everything is amazing. Uh, and then uh, we spend a lot of time in Ohio City, Tremont. Um, oh, yeah. So I Sokolowski's was always my favorite, but sadly, rest in peace, Sokolowski's no longer open. Um, it is so hard for me to pick favorites because there's so many awesome places to eat here. Like, um, gosh, I don't even know. I mean, the, even in Akron, there's a Cuyahoga Falls. This is random. Uh, there's a place called Shwarma Brothers. Sometimes we'll drive down there. You can't even sit inside. It's so small. Um, I could talk about food all day. I mean, again, I'll eat anything. Luchita is like all of it. <laughs> That girl Tuesday. Hey, we so we we started this because Brian and I talk about food all the time. So we have our own like pet peeves. Like I believe there's no meat to bread ratio, but Brian thinks there's a meat to bread ratio when it comes to a sandwich. And so we start because you think about slime is how big the corned beef sandwiches is. Well, for me, that's just a normal sandwich. For Brian, that's four sandwiches. Too much. That's a lot of meat. There's a lot of significant portion. Together. That big. I actually have pictures. I have pictures of Bry eating paninis and pulling extra meat off of his sandwich from paninis just to make his sandwich better. (laughs) I have actually never been to paninis. Is this something I I've never I surprisingly I've never been there. You have to at least go get one of their jumbo sandwiches. Okay, I'm going to mark that down. Coleslaw, french fries, everything comes on the sandwich, and it is delicious. That sounds so good right now. (laughs) See, you got to go on tonight, don't you? So you probably already had dinner. No, I haven't had dinner yet. So this conversation is, like, making me even more hungry. If you follow (laughs) me on Twitter, like an hour ago, I think I tweeted, I might go to Taco Bell after work. Not a local spot, obviously, but delicious nonetheless. 
Hey, uh-huh. we love it too. <laughs> That's our late night cheat. <laughs> What's the best fourth meal? So, um, drink wise, I, I noticed that you have in your profile that you're a bourbon girl. You mm-hmm. know, you went to University of Tennessee, correct? Yeah, I did. Yeah, right, Bri. She went to University of Tennessee, Bri. You told me that's why I wore the Tennessee hat. I wondered if your orange was for the balls because that is a shade of orange that can only be found in East Tennessee. My favorite color. Yeah, I love it. It's beautiful. It's perfect. The best, right? Fan. So, (laughs) if it's not Michigan, it's Tennessee for Bri. Go balls. I, so, I went to a, a Tennessee game probably three, four years ago when they played Florida and uh, had a blast. It's a lot of fun down there. It is a life-changing experience. Like I've never been to an Ohio State game. I, I haven't gone yet. We say every year we're going to go. But as far as, like, SEC stadiums, um, Neyland is just, to me, it's like the loudest place on earth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's cool because some- they have the uh, the different student sections will wear one whole student section will wear white, Jared, and another student section will wear orange, and they get that checkered pattern going all throughout the stadium. It's really quite something to see. Yeah, it's awesome. And when they run through the T, I mean, it's just different. I've been to a lot of SEC stadiums, and I just feel like uh, Neyland Stadium is. I'm biased, but I think it's the best. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm laughing at Brian because Brian's huge. I've never been to Tennessee. So I've been actually, I've been to Tennessee, but I've been to Pigeon Forge and like Gatlinburg. So I've never actually been to anything for the University of Tennessee. So now I got to go check it out. You got to go. Is, is it great tailgating down there? Oh, it's the best in the world. Unbelievable. <laughs> now I have to go. All right, Brian, we're making a road trip. You have to I go. And you, you got to tailgate. You got to go to the ball walk. I mean, it's all, it's just, an, it's a whole day and then whole night experience. Yep. I'm, we're just going to have to bite the bullet and go, Brian. <laughs> Don't you know, I've been, I've, I've been to Knoxville a couple times. And actually, the time that I went to the Tennessee game, um, I, I I did it wrong. I, I didn't get up early and I didn't go tailgating. We actually <gasps> stayed in Nashville, stayed out late, and then we had to make you know the two hour drive over to Knoxville for a for a noon game. So I didn't get a whole lot of tailgating. In, but um, yeah, I'd be down all weekend. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're gonna take a road trip, buddy. You ready? Yeah. All right. I'm waiting so, you for it. I know you have been. All right, so you are also a bourbon girl. So can you yes. uh, you love Jim Beam is what you were telling us before. So like, <laughs> what's your favorite go-to drink? Like after work, the shoes are off, you just kick back, relax. What's your favorite go-to drink? Uh, probably Jim Beam and Sprite. Um, I know a lot of people like to mix with like seltzer water i'm not really like a soda water kind of person so um i would have to say either sprite or coke i will drink it with coke and um 
I have maybe mixed it with Mountain Dew a time or two, which might be a little stereotypical as I'm from Appalachia. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's delicious. It's delicious and, and somewhat caffeinated. So that would be, I like Woodford too. Um, I will drink Woodford from time to time, but I feel like, you know, we all have that like old trusty friend that we can depend on. So when it comes to bourbons or whiskeys, I would say Woodford is probably my, or Jim Beam, excuse me, is my trusty friend, but I'll, I'll branch out. I'll do bullet. I'm not super picky. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Woodford is very, very delicious. We had uh, my wife. I got some with my wife, and I just I poured her two fingers. I'm like, here, honey, try this. Well, my wife is a West Virginia girl, and she straight, and I mean straight to the (laughs) face. I'm like, honey, what are you doing? You gotta sip it. You don't know, not that you don't. Not in West Virginia or Western Virginia, you don't sip it. She just straight (laughs) shot that thing back, and I'm like, this is going to be a party tonight. She goes, what? I'm supposed to do that? I'm like, no. (laughs) it's okay i feel like i feel like you're in my head because what you just described is exactly what i went through today i talked to one of my good buddies about nine o'clock today i said hey listen you know we're gonna be doing a bourbon show tonight i thought everybody would be drinking a little something so i said give me a bourbon that uh that maybe i haven't had before that you can recommend or a whiskey that i can find at a, a local liquor store and sure enough Woodford Reserve Rye Whiskey is what he recommended for me. So, sipping on it, it goes down smooth. It, it's not a whole lot of aftertaste, so it gets my stamp of approval. I feel like um, Wild Turkey also doesn't get a lot of love. Obviously, I'm not participating in the um, libations tonight other than water, as I'm uh, presently in the uh, Channel 19 Fig Tree break room. But um, perhaps after work, again, I I just feel like um, our friend Wild Turkey doesn't get enough enough love. Sure. Got to make some hot toddies with that. That's what we always do with Wild Turkey. Oh, yeah, with a little honey and hot water. Maybe that's going to be my after work treat to myself. That with a burrito supreme from Taco Bell, you're, <laughs> you're good to go. Ooh, stomach's hurting a little bit thinking about that. <laughs> We're going to the dark place in your mind. <laughs> Get out so of there. We had a show on that we, because I'll eat anything. I'm kind of like, you. Know, I'm really not picky. Food is what food is. Is there anything that's actually you're really picky about at all? Like there's just something you won't touch? Honestly, no. Like, I will eat anything. I uh, I have this conversation with my husband. His name is Greg. We talk about this all the time. Like, this whole, honey, what do you want to eat? And, you know, stereotypically, the woman is always, again, stereotype. Uh, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know what I want. But I really, I cannot pick because I will seriously eat anything i can't think of anything i won't eat i don't drink milk i guess i could i like i wouldn't just go into my kitchen and chug some milk but that's pretty much the only thing now for my family we have the wheel of food so when somebody says i don't know what i want to eat (laughs) it's a live spinner when you click on it and wherever it lands that's what we're having for dinner if nobody wants to pick dinner so that's smart what's on there uh, we have, let's see here, we have Famous Dave's, or 
yeah, Favorite Stage Barbecue. Mm-hmm. We have a couple pizza places. We have a Chinese place that we really like called Lily's in Olmstead Falls. And then we have Giovanni's Pizza, um, Danny Boy's. There's a couple mm-hmm. other ones on there. So we have we have a few restaurants around here that we kind of just, when nobody wants to cook anything, it's flick the wheel and let's go see what happens. <laughs> That's smart. That probably saves a lot of time. <laughs> So are you very good with your vocabulary? If I say yes, I'm scared I might be proven a liar. But <laughs> So I'm going to say uh, I'm okay. I do have a journalism degree in addition to my meteorology degree. So uh, I should be good with words, but I guess well, we're fixing to find out. <laughs> you, we are. We have a segment on our show. <laughs> That we call my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Okay. And we go through this all the time. And Brian and I, he throws out a word from the, was it Webster's? Oh, God. Webster's Dictionary. (laughs) Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. They do a word of the day. And I go back over the past week and I choose one of those words. Sometimes it's an easier week. There's a lot of kind of easier words. Sometimes it's, it gets a lot more difficult. So I like to choose the more difficult ones. Yeah, because you like to make a squirm. So pressure's on. So hey, it's funny because even if like some of them, I thought one of them was a Pokemon. The last time he said like <laughs> that's a Pokemon character that is not a word. You're spelling it wrong. I swear I saw that with my kids. That's on <laughs> so let's bring up my cousin Vinny's word of the day. I'm not ready for this. I, I'm really not ready for this. because I'm nervous. Yeah, it's, it catches us off guard, too, because some of the words, like, he plays it in the microphone, and you're like, no, no, I don't know. All right, are we ready? Are you unmuted? I'm unmuted and everything. Right. I even tested it during oh, the break. Jeez. So, yeah, I should be ready to go. Here we go. Predilection. Predilection is our word. Come on, like, um, can I guess? Well, um, he has multiple choice for us right. to make oh, it easier right. for us. Yeah. Oh, uh, even better. Yeah, because <laughs> hey, we're public school kids. All right, and we we double down. We pick the me app. too. <laughs> I didn't go to private school. <laughs> Here's our definitions: Is it a distress of mind caused by humiliation? B a natural liking for something C to clear from alleged fault or guilt or D state or instance of serious or continued difficulty or misfortune. Oh, I got a headache. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to peel the bandaid off. I'll go first. All right. I'm going to go with D. You're going to go with D. Uh, It's probably Horribly wrong, but I'm gonna, and here <laughs> people in the comments are giving answers. That's why are I gave mine really? first. Yeah, oh, good job. So we do have comments on here. So we haven't shown that many of them, but 
a lot of people love 19 action news. So yes. just let you know. Oh, thanks guys. I normally I've lived by the motto of don't read the comment section. So I'm glad this one's <laughs> nice. <laughs> With us, it's, it's either something very nice or just something completely off the wall that it just makes us look at it and go, Hey, huh? yeah, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what it is. <laughs> All right, Bry, you are next. Yeah, I wrote down D. Um, only because I don't remember A and B. But, um, yep, we'll go with D. I'm with you. Okay. All righty. All right. A. I'm going to say B. You're going to say B. And also, uh, Running Man here chimed in. Running Bald Man, he chimed in with <laughs> B as well. And the Bs have it. It is. It's a natural liking for something. Get Yay! out of here. Yeah. Well done. Nice. Oh, Jose said it was A, and then after hey. the answer was said. So yeah, after the answer was said. Jose one of our uh, one of our close friends down in Kentucky, down uh, outside of Louisville, uh, said that since there's a leggy present tonight, he'll be on his best behavior for it. <laughs> so, see the knuckleheads we have to work with here. It's mm-hmm. we get all of our friends chiming in at us as we're doing this, and it gets just crazy. I like it. It's a warm, welcoming, um, alcohol-infused environment, but in a good way. We just like to have fun, especially when it comes to food. I mean, like, it just, for us, when we start talking food, like, we get passionate about certain things. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. what was the other one that we had is uh, a hot dog, a sandwich. That was the biggest. Oh, yeah. That was one. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. We get into topics like that, then we get into like breakfast foods and stuff like that. So we actually like, like one of my favorite places to eat, and Brian knows this is uh, Davis's Deli out in uh, Woodmere. Oh, I've never been there. I have to try that. It's right. There's across too from, many places to eat here. <laughs> it's right across from uh, Eaton Place over there in uh, Pepper Pike. Oh, in the little, it's like in a little shopping center. I uh, think I know where that. Okay, I think I know exactly where that is. One of the best corned beef sandwiches I've ever had. I, All right, I, I'm I'm on my way. It's so good. So while we're also here, now we're going to switch over to sports real quick. So sports wise, are you an actual Guardian, Brown, Cav, or do you root for other <laughs> teams? Oh, this is going to get me in trouble. No, it's okay. You can be honest here. Not a steal, man. Please. Oh, God, no. I've never even been to – I don't even know that I've been to Pennsylvania. I've driven through to get up here, but I've never, like, spent any time in Pennsylvania. So I'm not a – I'm not a Steelers fan. <laughs> um, what did you say? I said, keep, let's keep it that way. Okay, good- yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I will say our former uh, Tennessee quarterback, uh, one of the most beloved – Vols of all time, I would argue. Uh, Josh Dobbs was like the third backup or something for, for Pittsburgh. So, like, I will yeah. pull for Josh Dobbs anywhere he goes, but I wouldn't like pull for the Steelers. I'll just uh, now I'll rip the bandaid off and I'll tell you that my whole life until I moved here because I I moved here in 2015. I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> Nice. I've never admitted that. that on on a in a public sphere since moving to Cleveland. 
Um, but yeah, I'm lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, I do obviously pull for the Browns. I've grown to love the Browns since I moved here. You can't live here and not be a Browns fan. I guess you could, but it doesn't seem like many people take that road. So no. I, I do. I always cheer on the Cleveland teams. Um, I also grew up a Braves fan just because I'm from the Southeast. So um, still pull for the Braves, but I'm going to pull for the Guardians too. I mean, I'm here. Like, I this is home now. So I, I adopted all the Cleveland teams. Absolutely. Now, which which games you do you go to the Guardians games a lot, or which games do you frequent a lot, or do you, are you going to games person? No, I do like to go to games. I will not go to baseball games until it's like July because I can't. St- I'm not going to sit out in the cold. <laughs> like I'm not going to do that. I'd rather just watch it at a bar or something. Um, I'll go to you know Guardians games this summer. Um, I've actually haven't been to a Browns game that wasn't preseason since Johnny Manziel was quarterback. So I really need to make it to a Browns game. I guess we frequent maybe Cavs games the most. Okay. Indoors, nice and warm. Indoors, your your climate is guaranteed. Like you know it's gonna be like 68 or something in there. There's going to be food and beverage, um, and and you know it's, it's just a comfortable environment. <laughs> so you're you're from Virginia. You went to Tennessee. Um, you've worked a few other places down south. I have to ask who, what fan base is more obnoxious: Alabama fans or Georgia Bulldog fans? Okay, they're all obnoxious first and foremost. <laughs> but I would <laughs> have to say. Obnoxious. That's tough. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Alabama because they are insufferable. I think it's funny that you didn't ask, you know, Alabama or Auburn just because I did live in Alabama. I would have, I would still say Alabama, like the most annoying fan base on the planet. <laughs> More than Ohio State. Don't you start that, Bri. <laughs> well, you know, I don't really have a dog in that fight because I, I again, I, I went to school in the SEC, so I don't know a lot of Ohio State fans. They, they cannot possibly be any worse than Alabama fans. I just don't believe that there's anybody. Maybe Florida fans are bad, but, yeah, I'm going to have to go Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I'll even admit Ohio State fans can be bad too. <laughs> I don't know any. It can be bad. <laughs> We're obnoxious. I know we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's know. okay. Well, that's where I thought he was going with it because as soon as he said Alabama, Alvis Mouth, I'm like, here comes Ohio State. Here it comes. Go ahead. There it is. Then he goes, and Georgia. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're both pretty bad. <laughs> oh, so when you're in Tennessee, what were some of the favorite things you like to do when you were in Tennessee? Did you like go? Were you a party girl? Were you like, did you go out a lot? Were you in a sorority? Uh, I was not in a sorority. People are always very surprised to learn that. Um, I. I always worked, so I spent my Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights um, in college bartending. I did that my whole way through college and until I got my first 
news job, which would have been 2010, I started working in TV. Um, and I interned a lot. I interned at multiple TV stations. I didn't really have time to do anything, I, I feel like, but work. I mean, obviously, when you're bartending, there's an extremely social aspect to that. So maybe you're partying and working at the same time in some way. <laughs> um, but that's how I spent most of my time. If I could get off work, I was at a, a Vols game. But uh, that's a time when you make a significant amount of money in the service industry. So <laughs> I, um, I, if I had the chance, I was usually uh, working much like I am now always <laughs> at work, which is fine. But um, yeah, and eating, eating my way around uh, East Tennessee, lots of um, great food there. Um, what else did I do? Wow, you would think it's been... I guess it has been a long time since those days, but uh, mostly we, just working. And we talked about this. You're like 24, 25. We already talked. Oh, about I went 24 add 10. Both <laughs> <laughs> past that. <laughs> I told him it's fine. Yeah, okay, I was I was like, it's just like Zoom, and she goes. Yeah, for old people like me. I'm like, what are you, 20, 24? I'm like, we're all old here, too. Like, I'm still trying to figure stuff out on my side. Like, I just figured out how to change camera angles finally for the first time. It's true. And like, what, two years? Uh, Yeah, just about. So, hey, welcome to me. <laughs> like, it's an ongoing struggle on this side of the camera. Um, it is. So, what games would you recommend Brian and I take a road trip to? To go to a Tennessee game, what game is going to get? Well, this year we, I have a really good feeling about this team, and I haven't said that in probably 10 years or so. Um, so I think that even the bigger games, the ones that are typically in October, a nightmare for us, are going to be somewhat competitive. So your Alabamas, your Georgias, where we for the last decade have gotten absolutely throttled. Um, I would say you have to go to a rivalry, a big rivalry game. So it's going to be a Florida or Alabama. I'm not, I haven't looked at the schedule, so I'm not sure what's home and what's away this year, but if you can make it to a home game, that's Florida, Alabama, or even a homecoming, you know, if we're playing someone like, I don't know, South Louisiana or someone uh, that you think would be super easy, you know, to beat. Um, the atmosphere is so crazy. Um, any of them are good, but I'm, I'm going to say a, a big rivalry game. So Florida, Bama, um, if they do another a battle at Bristol, you guys should definitely do the battle at Bristol. Oh, I'd love that. That was that it was tech, cool. yeah, tech in Tennessee. It was it was awesome. I love Bristol. That's like my favorite track. Um, so if, if they do something like that again, you got to check that out. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer because I do know that you have to get on live here in about <laughs> thirty minutes or so. But thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have thanks, fun. guys. I hope I didn't put anyone to sleep tonight. Oh no, because we still got comments <laughs> flying in right oh, now. Yeah. We have uh, let's see here, Tennessee versus <laughs> B. We have, and then here comes the Ohio State hate. 
Uh, <laughs> Jose is talking about Duke uh, losing. Uh, you know, it's yeah. So we we really <laughs> do appreciate your time and coming on with us. I hope you have fun. Thanks, if, guys. This is fun. And if you come up with anything food wise that you're like, all right, I need to talk to these guys about it because I'm pretty sure they're going to know it. Just give us a holler. We'll help you out with it. So, okay, I'll slide in your DMs. Just slide <laughs> right in we'll talk food all the time with you. That's no big deal with us. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Have Thank a great day. you so much. Bye. That was Samantha Roberts from Channel 19 Action News joining us. How awesome was that, Bri? Yeah, she was yeah. awesome. I mean, yep, it would cut it up with us about bourbon, about <laughs> about sports. Man, she fit right in. Heck yeah, she did, especially when she was talking about the uh, the Tennessee parties down there. We're going to have to go down, bud. I'm telling you, the tin roof is where we went and had a blast. One of the times I went down there, I'll tell you a couple stories uh, off air that <laughs> – that I don't want to get into now, but, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I, I love, I mean, even though I'm a Michigan fan, I love the sec. I, I would go to every single stadium that they have down there. I mean, cause I think each one is a different experience and, you know, you hear about Ole Miss and the, the giant uh, party that they have and everyone's dressed to the nines and it's just, it's so cool. Um, I know a lot of people up here are not big fans of the SEC, but I just, I think that nostalgia and everything is just, I mean, it's intoxicating. I'd love to be a part of it. Yeah. Especially with some of the bigger games they do have down there. I mean, you get a Tennessee, Alabama game, you know, that place is rocking even like Georgia, Florida, especially with the biggest cocktail party in the world. I mean, it's, it's crazy down there when it comes to their games and stuff like that. Like we have ours, but it's like, it's only big marquee games. It feels like, like if Penn state's ranked or if Michigan's ranked for Ohio state, like that's the, like the build up game. Then you get the one game against like Purdue where you're like, eh, it's like, you know, you're like, you try to get up for it, but it's nothing like what, I mean, they got to go through a gauntlet down there in the sec. So, um, you know what I completely and, and, forgot guys. What's that? No, I forgot to do the rank. It's all right. Oh, we can do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was looking at the time. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get it to it. I was going to ask her what's worse, the uh, the um, Cleveland winters or the summers down south, like in Georgia, um, because I hear those can be unbearable at times, too. So maybe we'll, we'll have her on again if she'll do it sometime. Yeah, well, and if she's a southern girl, she's going to pick the weather down there, of course. I mean, it's just humid. I don't know. I mean, it gets 95, 100. I mean, from what I've heard, uh, I had some friends that went down there to do some roofing. Uh, uh, they say, you know, nobody's outside past noon, two o'clock because it's just so hot down there. Like you can get on a golf course for 10 bucks and it's just, it's like a ghost town because it's so hot. Nobody wants to be there. Um, but I was going to, I was going to tell you, do you know who, uh, do you know who Tennessee's head coach is now? No, who is it? Uh, Josh Heupel. Remember him? Uh, Oklahoma oh, yeah. quarterback. Hell yeah. He was He's the good. coach at UCF for a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, he was some some Florida school, but I think he last was year was the first year. And he's, I mean, they've had some struggles as of late, but uh, I think I think he's the right guy to turn around. Well, they just got to recruit better. I mean, they're getting killed by everybody around them. I feel bad because he, 
you get to the point where you look at them and they start to get a team like a decent team. And then they got the gauntlet where you got Alabama, Georgia, and Florida all in the next three games. And it's like, you guys got at least one of these guys. Like, just one. Crazy. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's some one or two Kate games in the SEC, but even those, I mean, Kentucky's good now. Um, you know, Mississippi State's been up and down. They've been pretty, had some good seasons when they adapt and whatnot. But um, yeah, it's, it's hard to buy a win. I mean, there's not many gimmies or bye weeks in the SEC. Listen to us chatting it up about the SEC. Yeah, what are we you doing here? Not, not like we don't have spring baseball coming up. You want to talk about the Guardians lineup for starting day? I mean, if you want to, we could uh, we could take that them behind the curtain. I mean, that was a serious <laughs> question, right? Well, I mean, our pre-show meeting, whatever you want to call it, we didn't even know when their opening day was because, like I was telling you, there's zero buzz around the Guardians right now. I mean, the most important thing about what they're doing is their name change. Other than that, you know, hopefully they don't tr- trade Jose Ramirez. Although, didn't they sign uh, Classe? Did I hear? They did sign Classe. So, they did well, extend how much five years. I think it was five years, $100 million or something like that. I, I can't remember. It was probably cheap, so it was like five years, $20 million if it was there. So, so, yeah, I heard 20 or $23 million. I didn't know if that was per year or for the whole contract. You're telling me they're paying him $20 million a year? Well, we're about to find out because producer Vinny's on it. But when I saw the starting lineup, yeah, we out, I sat there and I started laughing because I felt like the old guys in uh, Major League right at the beginning of the movie. And they're just looking like, I don't even know half these guys. And the one I do know, you know, like the one guy goes, this one's dead. Well, cross him off it. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> like it just, I don't even know half these guys. I guess like they were talking today about um, Yu Chang. And like Yu Chang came over in a trade back when we got like Arizona with like the Diamondbacks with Bauer. And like he's still hanging around. Like, like all these guys, like Bradley, Yu Chang, and Zimmer. I guess this is like their last chance with the club uh, for what people are saying. And, and a lot of people, which is really weird. They're saying they're kind of like the Cavs they are very young team, but they don't have the experience with the exception of Jose. But seems you can't like, uh, that, uh, it seems like that's the story with the guardians slash Indians every single year. Like, Oh, you're a young team because as soon as you get good and mature and, to be a veteran, we can't afford you, so we let you go. So it's just oh boy, oh, boy. Amber, Amber alert. alert, Amber alert, yeah. Amber alert, Amber alert. All right, lock them up. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, well, to do a service to our fans, I feel like we should tell them. The Indians' first game is Thursday at what you say, four o'clock. Four o'clock. Guardians. First, sorry. So Thursday, Guardians and Royals are playing Thursday at four ten p.m. Central Time. They play again Saturday at four ten p.m. Sunday, Monday at like two ten p.m. And then we go on the road to Cincinnati. And then we come back here for our home opener, April 15th. And Tom Hanks will be throwing out the first And pitch. Tom Hanks, as actually, it, they came out and said it is not Tom Hanks. 
Oh, well, it is Tom Hanks, but instead of throwing the, the first Rockford pitch, peaches he is he is kicking the Wilson ball down to home plate is what he's doing. <laughs> is that right? No, I don't know what he's doing. We were joking around about him making the Wilson glove and all this other stuff. It'd be hilarious <laughs> if he did it. Or even come yeah. out like the Rockford Peaches with a big old chaw in. Yeah, right. And just, just walk out there and just step Walking all over himself. There, Jimmy Dugan. Yeah. Oh, Go, yeah. Going up to the catcher door with these. Needs you to work on hitting your cutoffs. He's got to say there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> especially after his first pitch. <laughs> Just start crying. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been a long day. All right, let's get into the Cavs, who are just lipping into the finish also. Uh, Cavs lost a heartbreaker. They got to start winning to get locked in. Uh, there's only a handful of games left. I think there's like three or four games left. So they're technically in the playoffs. We just don't know exactly where at yet. Uh, well, no, I think they need to win one more game, and then they're technically in the playoffs. So right now we're still holding strong. Well, we're holding the seventh seed, but uh, there's a lot of people. We still got Brooklyn Nets to play. We got a couple other hard ones, and guess what? All of our stars are still injured, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> All right. It's it is Sounds like they'll be back. It sounds like uh, uh, Allen's going to be back. Mobley's pretty close to coming back. So uh, so hopefully that'll give us a shot in the arm. And, yeah, right now we're kind of, I mean, unless unless all hell breaks loose or unless they just lose every game left, sounds like we're kind of looking at, at the seven seed. So that that means playing most likely playing the, the Hawks in the first round at home which hopefully would help us. But um, but the Hawks are one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now, so I don't love our chances in that game. And then, you know, if we happen to lose to the Hawks, probably looking to play in the Nets. So it's going to be it's gonna be hard a uh, few games for the Cavs. With, um, but hopefully both of them will be at home. Um, and if they can just find a way to win one of those two games, we're in the playoffs. We're either the seventh seed or we're the eighth seed. Hopefully it doesn't come down to us having to beat the Nets because Durant, Kyrie, you know, I don't know if Simmons is going to play. But, um, yeah, the Cavs are heading in the wrong direction right now. And you just hope that they can get a shot in the arm. And it's it's tough because we needed guys to step up while while the injured stars have been – uh, nursing their injuries and guys like Jetty need Jetty to step up, need Kevin Love to step up. Uh, Okoro, you know, I was looking the other day, Okoro scored more than 15 points like once in the last 10 games. And I know he's not a scorer, but, you know, he's a top five pick. You need him to step up, and it doesn't seem like he has. So a little frustrating on that end, but we'll see. You know, we still didn't. Expect a whole lot from the Cavs this year, but um, yeah, get into the playoffs at this point. That's my goal. All right, so I, Brian, I'm about to break down and just go ahead and do this. I we might have to just finally just rip off the band aid for our hundredth episode. Have a uh, Jose story time and just see so everybody knows over the years that Brian and I have worked together with Jose. And they can understand the stories that Jose 
Look at that. Let's see here. Just give me, oh boy. Give him a chance. Oh boy. Here we go. I, I, I yep. Talk to text for. Uh, when did uh, when did he start talking in third person? That's new since I left. Well, he has to now with the uh, new people there, so he he's kind of he's resorted to that. To you know, like you know, Jose Jose is no blose, and uh, Jose, you want to do this? No, Jose, don't do this. So he he's in that he's in that stage right now. So uh, I'm all for doing uh, story time with Jose. The only problem is we have to give him a timeline. We have to tell him you get two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, go. Because if we don't, it'll just over and over and over, repeated, repeated, repeated. Right, <laughs> we're in charge over here. I can kick him off whenever we want to. Like, you're not understanding. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm I can get the out and just go like this. And here's, here's the best part of what happened this week, Brian. The best part, you you know, Jose's hearing and how he is at work. So we're doing course cleanup and everything. You know, Jose's going to go out a little frosty out, just stay on the car path and do course cleanup. He was told by our supervisor, you know, what to do. Everybody walks out of the room. I get a tug on my shirt sleeve. Okay. And I turn around. I'm like, yeah. He goes, hey. Did he want me to go out and start doing course cleanup? That's what the whole conversation was about, Jose. Okay, I just made sure. Say? What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it has, we have to work on that. I, I told him I was going to get him one of those old school bullhorns to where he could just. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? That's not true. That's not true. Religious, did he even put religious? Religious. Uh-huh. Calling you out. That's what other true. what other witnesses do you have? So religious love you. I think it's loveless love you. Um, <laughs> I'll take religious. I, see, I, I, if you want to be religious, we can do that too. I can't wait till tomorrow morning because he's just first thing this morning. I came in and you know how happy he was about the basketball game. He started screaming Duke all through the, and I just I just put my head down, right? And I was like, I haven't even had coffee yet. Jose, just let me take one sip of coffee. I just got here, just one sip. And then we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Just give me one sip of coffee first. Are we, we going to talk about March Madness? Oh, yeah, Kansas won. Uh, Kansas won. They beat Villano- or, uh, UNC with a hell of a comeback, though. Like I watched the first half, and, uh, yeah, I just – I was like, well, this game's over with because they, uh, they just – yeah. I thought Kansas was done because it looked like UNC was just taken to the woodshed. And then, then, yep. He says he misses you. He still loves us, Jose said. So as long as he's got good sense of humor about it because he knows we're just joking. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what did you think of the game, right? Did you actually stay up and watch the whole game? Because, I mean, it didn't tip off until, like, what, 1045 last night or something? 920. 920, uh, it went until about. Midnight, and I was up till about twelve thirty. I mean, the only reason I watched it was because I needed Kansas to win my bracket. So, I mean, other oh, than that, I'm sawing logs. How uh, how much money or credits? I'm sorry, credits. Did you win? Well, I split it. I tied another guy, so we split it, and it was about one hundred forty. Oh, nice! So it wasn't bad. 
I mean, it, it, it was only five bucks a bracket. I wish it would have been more, but you know, there were a hundred some people in it. So I can't, I can't honestly sit here and tell you that it was my first bracket. It was bracket number two. So I won't lie to you about that, but, um, Hey, a win's a win. Hey, and, and you know, Credit to Kansas, but wire to wire, weren't they the number one overall seed? Uh, Gonzaga was, but they were they were the only one seed that was left. Okay, so I mean, yeah, it was a great tournament. I mean, to have the fireworks with Duke and North Carolina there in the final four. I mean, having a blue blood, especially Nova. You know, most people look at Nova; they're actually a blue blood now. I mean, they've been to multiple final fours and elite eights in the past what 20 years it feels like they've they've won a couple titles the last uh i think the last six seven years they've won the title twice um so yeah so i mean they're nothing to mess around with that duke unc game that was a great game the kansas unc game i mean all you're asking for as a college basketball fan even if you don't have a horse in the race is to be close in the last five minutes both games were I mean, they're back and forth, you know, coming down to the wire. Even last night, uh, uh, Kansas had a boneheaded turnover with uh, with four seconds left, so that gave UNC a chance to tie it at the end. So, uh, yeah, both both those games were unbelievable games to watch. And, yeah, it just sucks that most of the East Coast, most of people on East Coast time weren't able to watch it unless you're staying up like me till 12, 12.30. It was just a bummer. All right, so the Browns signed a putter. You're happy about the putter, right? It's not bad. He's an upgrade. Okay, then we signed Chase McLaughlin back, and he's going to – it is what it is with that guy, right? I don't think he's going to be our starter, right? He's, he's, it's going to be like last year with Cody Parkey. He's going to be brought into camp. They're going to get somebody to compete with him. They're not going to promise him anything. I mean – I like personally like McLaughlin like I did. Uh, I don't think he's quite as good as uh, Parky, but he has the tools to be good. He just needs to be more consistent. I mean, we saw him what pretty much almost set the record for for the Browns' uh, longest field goal last year, fifty-seven yeah. yarder. So, and that was good by that have been good from sixty. So he can hit him from sixty. We just need him to be more consistent. Maybe as he kicks in our stadium a little more gets more comfortable being a professional kicker and not letting the moment get to him, maybe he gets there. I don't know. Um, but at this point, you're just you're grasping at straws, hoping you can find somebody. I don't know if you want to spend a draft pick on a kicker, but it's just I mean, all luck at this point. I mean, a late-round draft pick, I mean, you know, six, seven-rounder, but I mean, just that get somebody in here, right. I mean, you you cycled through all the other kickers. That, I mean, I don't know what else they could do a kicker. I mean, all the good ones are taken. <laughs> like, you know, the ones that are actually, you know, out to pasture are either inconsistent or just not good enough anymore. And I was hearing today, and it kind of brought to my mind just how good the kickers are in the AFC North. Uh, Justin Tucker, we know he could be a Hall of Famer at some point. Um, McPherson for the Bengals put in probably one of the best rookie kicker performances we've seen maybe of all time. 
and then uh, yeah. Boswell for the for the um, for the Steelers. You know, when we're not knocking him on his butt, he's pretty good. He's hit a bunch of game winners. Uh, he's not great, but I would say he's very good. He's probably borderline top ten kicker. So hopefully, we found our quarterback. Now we got to find our kicker. All right. Well, Bry, you ready for trivia? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Let's get our trivia going. And our trivia is brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal Landscape. You get a hold of Papa V at Curb Appeal 419.com. Um, we also got to thank our actual sponsor, sponsor, Harold Keel and Lake Erie APA. Uh, thank you, Harold. Uh, we had league on Sunday. We got two more weeks left in this session, and then we are done and get ready for our next session. So if you guys want to sign up for the next session of the APA Pool League, Please get a hold of myself or Vinny, and we will get you with the right people to get everything completely set up and get you signed up. If you don't have a team, we'll find a team for you, and you know we'll have a good time. And any day during the week, you can join the APA and have a good time. So, Bri, all right, is it if it's past tense, it's Indians. If it's present, it's Guardians, right? Absolutely. Yep, that's all. all I'm so going pa- past tense, Indians history. Okay. Today is April 5th. April 4th, in the past recent years, since, we'll just say 90s, okay, that worked for you? Sure. Two major things in Cleveland Indians history have happened on April 4th, okay? Okay. Do you know what those two things are? Uh, the one that comes to mind is, and I don't know if it's true or, or right or not, but um, was that first game played at Jacobs Field where Bill Clinton threw out the first pitch? That is correct. In 1994, Jacobs Field opened. There was an exhibition game, I think April 1st, with the Pirates on Jacobs Field. Mm-hmm. But the first true opening day was April 4th. 1994 with Bill Clinton throwing out the first pitch at Jacobs Field, which is mm-hmm. now Progressive Field. Do you know right. what the second thing that happened April 4th was? Mm-hmm. Has to do with a very uh, big number. Was that when the 455 Street came to an end? April 4th, 2011 was when the streak ended for most sellouts in baseball. 455 straight sellouts at Jacobs Field from 1994 to 2001. Crazy. Actually, I think it was 96. 96 is when the streak started. But from 96, 96 to 2001, just think about that. Yeah, four fifty-five. <laughs> so unbelievable. I I know I saw that come across my timeline today. I'm like, I got to do it as a trivia so that you know everybody. We're getting in warmer weather. Why not have some baseball at it? And while like, we're on the, while we're on the note, why don't we get into our well, it's our top three that we were supposed to do with Samantha Roberts from Channel 19 News, but we're going to do it by ourselves now. Yeah. 
Brian, I mean, it's seriously, after that, I just want to go like this. Like, I was like, okay, bye. You know, thank you so much for joining us. And as soon as I clicked her to remove her from the screen, I did one of these. I was like, I knew I was forgetting something. It always <laughs> happens, right? Hey, whether we forget to mute something, whether we forget to turn the camera on, just something when we do a show, just one thing, one thing's got to happen. But our top three today, and it's just going to be a rank them. We're going to rank all the seasons. Here, weather seasons here in Cleveland and how you would rank them as yep, even Eva's laughing at me. <laughs> yep, I know. It just I I was like, well, she's a meteorologist, why not do it with her? <laughs> so we're just gonna do it by ourselves now. So uh give me your rank your seasons. Uh let's start with the worst season to the best season. And we'll start with Vinny. Vinny, give me your uh give me your worst season to best season. Worst season of best season, I'm going to go with, actually, I'm going to go with summer as my worst season. And Summer is your worst? I I would say summer is my worst season. It's it's just the, I I don't like summer. You don't like being outside? I I love being outside, but I could be outside in any weather. You know, (laughs) I'll be outside in the middle of winter. One of my favorite things to do I probably shouldn't say it too loudly is I, I love shoveling snow. So during like the middle of a snowstorm, I'll be out there. I'll, I'll be shoveling the uh, shoveling snow. Eva could attest to that. <laughs> you know, I'll go out there three, four times and just keep shoveling. But Jared, is the country club hiring? Cause I think Vinny uh, might change his mind after having to work out in the winter in uh, January and February. Come on out, buddy. Come on out. I'll break you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm screwed because my family's a summer family. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Hey, come out with us. You know what the best thing is? Coming out with us in January or February, you get icicles on your mustache. Yeah. Your eyes start. While your eyelashes freeze together, you get windburn on your cheeks. (laughs) You don't even know what the hell happened. Can't feel your toes. Can't feel your toes. Hey, you have Jose opening up the shop door, just sticking his hand out to see how cold it is outside (laughs) and then bringing it back in. Takes you 15 to get dressed in the morning. Takes you 35 to get undressed. Here's the way I look at it. (laughs) Sorry, Vinny. I'm sorry. And hold on. And hold on. on. After you get dressed, you start to go outside then you realize you got to go to the bathroom. Uh, So you got to get dressed again to go to the bathroom. And you're like, this is BS. Always. But, but I am a man of sound mind when I say there's only so many of layers of clothes that I can take off versus how many layers of clothing I can put on. So if I want to stay warmer, guess what? I'm going to put on another <laughs> layer of clothes. If it's 90 degrees outside and I'm not running my air conditioner or whatever and I'm not inside, I'm outside, I'm sweating my balls off. And that hurts. Well, get naked. I- <laughs> I could. I'd scare a lot of people away. <laughs> no, I mean, it's your house. You do what you got to do. <laughs> Not my house. <laughs> I ain't getting naked in my house. <laughs> Too many girls around. I, I live with all girls. <laughs> no way. All right. So give me your next one after so, that. So so summer's the worst for you. Yeah. So, summer would be the worst. Um, winter would be the next. 
because I just love spring and uh, fall uh, most of all. You know, something nice light jacket or something like that. Not even a jacket, uh, short sleeve, and just kind of walk around. And there's a lot more stuff to do, and it's cooler weather. Brian, what about you, big fella? Worst to best. Yeah, uh, worst. I would put winter at twenty-eight, and then uh, after winter, number three would be uh, the fall. Believe it or not, as much as I love football, I mean these my seasons for me kind of depend on the weather. Because in a lot of cases, I know maybe not so much now, but um, for the last several years, the weather has kind of dictated half my life. So. yeah, the fall, you know, I thank thankfully football is the fall because the fall might be fourth for me if, if football wasn't there. Uh, my number two would be summer. Love it. Love being outside, you know, whenever you want. Love it being light out until nine o'clock. Um, and then my number one is the spring. And, and it kind of sucks because the last few years have been so wet that you can't do a ton. But uh, the spring, for me, just kind of lets you know that, hey, winter's over. I know we kind of have these false winters now where you get a little snow like we did on Saturday. But, like, hey, six months, seven, eight months of nice weather is in front of you. So get excited for that. And so that's why I get so amped up for the spring. This is my favorite time of year. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, my worst time, my uh, worst of all, spring. I do not like spring. Uh, too wet, too muddy, too rainy, too much shit to do. Um, especially where we work at, Bri. I just, I hate being muddy. I hate just tracking mud, being muddy. Like, yes, it's, you know, you're looking forward to summer. When it hits summer, that's great. But at that yeah. point in time, yeah. Uh, number three would be winter. Uh, it's not that I don't, I play in the snow. It's not that I don't like snow. This is more based off working in the snow, uh, as we do and the stuff that we do at work, uh, especially with tree work and all that stuff, right? Uh, number two would be summer and my number one would be fall. I don't know what it is about fall. It is the wind down of summer, you know, winter's coming, but during that fall with the change in the colors of the trees with, just everything, especially for the job that we do, everything's kind of slowing down and winding down, or we you used to, that I still do. But, you know, you're at that end of the year where you ramped up so hard in spring and summer, and now you're on the backside of it, and you're realizing, okay, now we can take a step back, take a breath, and just kind of relax and just let fall come. And plus, with fall, football, buddy, get to start football right back up again, so... It's it's hard for me to really fully appreciate fall for what it is because I'm looking forward to winter. I'm saying, oh, you know, it was 70 yesterday. It's 60 today. It's supposed to be a chance of snow on Saturday. And, it like, I know what's coming. So it's hard for me to really appreciate fall. Fall is beautiful. September's probably one of the best months of the year, not just because it has my birthday in it, but – um. I mean, as far as weather-wise, if you just take it for what it is, yeah, September's beautiful, plus you got the start of football season. So I don't disagree with you there too much. All right, so he have we decided a date for the next episode? Are we doing Wednesday? 
if that's what works for you, like I said, uh, Tuesday at our normal time does not work for me, unfortunately, but I'm up for whatever works best for you guys. If it's Monday, if it's Wednesday, if it's later Tuesday, if it's Thursday, whatever. Wednesday work for you? Wednesday works. You come to Fat Boy Studios? I'll be there. All right. Well, I'm making the time. All right. Prime time, baby. Seven o'clock. Wednesday, next Wednesday, our 100th episode, okay? We are not going to talk sports. We are probably going to talk a little bit of food because we're fat. But we're just going to re go back through all of our episodes that we've done, joke around, have a good time with each other that we haven't had in person together in a very long time except for live shows. And you know mm-hmm. something? We're going to open up the comments. We're actually going to send a link out. I mean, we're going to talk about the guests that we've had on the show, some of our favorite moments of the 100 sure. episodes that we're doing. And guess what? After 100 episodes, we are not naming episodes anymore. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So we have hit a milestone at 100, and we're still going to keep doing this, but we're not numbering them anymore. We're just going to have a title to the episode, and that's what we're going to do from here on out. But I want everybody's involvement, friends, family, um, anybody that wants to chime in and you know, I just, I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, this is who would have thought that we're getting ready to do 100 episode guys. I mean, this is, this is crazy. So, uh, Wednesday, 7 PM next Wednesday. So that would be the, so your fifth, 12th, 13th, right? 13th, April 13th. Yep. So April 13th at 7 o'clock, I will make sure that I put out the reminder on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube to let everybody know that normally watches this on Tuesday. Uh, perfect. It's Jose's birthday. No, it's so, not. Birthday's in early September. like September 5th. Or nope. He said it's his birthday. So, you know, we're going to put the link out let Jose Cotto come in. And oh, yeah. We're going to have a Jose time. Oh, yeah. So do you know... Do you realize how many important things I have forgot in my life? But yet somehow I remember his birthday. That's kind of depressing. Yeah, that is uh, like really, yeah, that's, that's, that's. Like I can't even remember what I'm watching on TV when it goes to commercial, but somehow I remember his birthday. Are you sure it's September? September 5th. Because I, I have a good buddy whose birthday is the 6th. I think Jeff. Preacher Jeff is like the fifth, and I think Jose's around there too. All right, I'll talk to him tomorrow about it. We'll find out. Maybe he can chime in. So, guys, uh, if you're watching, and if you're watching the replay of this, <laughs> get your questions in for us. Any questions, we can have fun with it. So, anything <laughs> goes, and we're open up for them. You guys get to know us a little bit better, what we do, how we are. So, we're about to have fun on that episode. So we're here at the end of our episode, though. And I'm pretty sure I didn't forget anything, did I? We did Word of the Day. We did Trivia. We did Top 3, right? Uh, Yes. So I didn't forget anything today. Masters. You got you want to talk Masters? Oh, we'll talk give that your, next week. We'll talk that next week. No. Give me a sleeper. Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Uh, running Bald Man wants to know, do you guys know why Will Smith used an open hand? Hi, Chris Rock. All right, we will talk about that next episode. (laughs) 
And he said it is September yeah, 5th. Yeah, he did. He confirmed it was. So, all right, boys, oh, we're here at the end of our episode. Please tune in on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Yep. All right. Get our 100th episode. So, please tune in. Have some fun with us. All right. Because. Uh, <laughs> Dang it. I'll do it. Oh, you got to do, do it. Because paper beats rock. Paper beats rock. <laughs> Wait oh, for it. Here we go. Wait for it. All right. <laughs> right. God bless him. We got to get out of here. Yes. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. Vinny, tell him good night. Hey, have a great night, everybody. <laughs> thanks. I am that bad guy. We want to thank Samantha Roberts from Channel 19 News coming on with us and having a good time talking some bourbon, some balls, and some food. Hopefully we get her back on to get real in-depth with food with her because at least she's on my side when it comes to certain food instead of you monsters. And uh, we, we, we didn't we didn't get her opinion on the the meat to bread ratio though really no she was Maybe next with time. You. no she said she was with you she said it was too much too much on a sandwich so she agreed with you okay. she just you know you, we'll give it to you you're I'll the monster you I'll give you that win when I'm all right with that look at this face you act like I care you know what we, we got <laughs> yeah probably should have get that fifty <laughs> things again with her. That's what we got to do. Oh, the 50. Oh, on. yeah. With the 50 yeah. rare foods that would you right. eat or not? There's got to be something that she won't eat. There's got to be something. We'll figure it out. I mean, you found mine was Thin Bits. God. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't heard. I still haven't heard. Pepperoles, but you won't eat Thin Bits. Give me a break. Right. I draw a line. Draw a line, Brian. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sue me. It is what it is. All right. Catch us next week. We want to thank our troops, our first responders. Thank everybody for watching, for helping us out for 99 episodes, soon to be 100. All you guys sharing, liking, subscribing. We cannot do it without you guys. Thank you guys so, so much for the support and everything. And on that note, we are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. Thank you guys for watching. Wednesday, 7 o'clock.